This is the Grouse House Podcast. My God, I love the footy. And this week is a big round of footy to talk through. So let's just get to it. Bam! <coughs> I hurt my throat. I got too excited. Bounce that pill. That was real. Yeah. I, I, I genuinely, genuinely stumbled on that. Mm. Uh, hi, Tom. Hi, how you doing? Good. Welcome to the footy with Broden, Tom. Mm. Should it be the footy with Broden and Tom? No, absolutely not. Why not? Because what if we want to expand, Broden? Yeah. This week, we've had a huge... That chair is getting creakier. Yeah, creaky. sorry. I'll replace the chair. Why is it so creaky? You know what? I don't think it comes up in the mix too much, but no. yes, I'm very mindful of no, it. No, no, it doesn't come up in the mix too much. Hey, I've got some bad news. Oh, no. Ruck round is over. Oh, damn. I'm going to... For another year, we say goodbye to Ruck round, um, but it doesn't mean... Like, Ruck round is such a special time. I think mm. if it stuck around too long, then we wouldn't appreciate Ruck round. What's your favourite thing about a beautiful tap? Uh... uh you know when water comes from it and um but ruck round you know there's such a big build up my favorite bit of ruck round is mm. the lead up to ruck round because the course. shops the shops get busier mm. it's hard to find a park you got to do your ruck round shopping yeah um then there's obviously carols by candlelight mm. <laughs> and then there's you know the rucks yeah ruck round yeah um, Fox footy commentators just occasionally say, pretty good for ruck round yeah, when, totally, when, when totally, a ruckman yeah, does something. Yeah, 100%. Um, rucks. Mm. Oh, but it's don't be sad that ruck round's gone. Be sad that ruck round happened. No, yeah. be happy that ruck round. Yeah, celebrate ruck round. Don't mourn ruck round, celebrate ruck round. And look forward to ruck round next year if Fox footy choose to do it. Didn't the ruck around just, uh, you know, direct a big film? No, that's... Talk to me by the Racker Racker crew. Oh, right. They're Australian directors, uh, Tom, but close. But what I love most about Ruck Around this year was the Ruck. Mm. Rucking. Yep. The Rucking and Ruck Around. And I'm sad that Ruck Around's gone. But I, but Ruck Around will be back next year, as I said earlier. Uh, but only if Ruck Around, um, if Fox Footy choose to do Ruck Around, because sometimes they bring up these rounds that they yeah, do. Totally, like, yeah. For example, Ruck, Ruck Round. round. Yeah. And... Um, Remember one year they had Pie Night? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, totally, yep. And Pie Night was kind of like Ruck Round in that yeah. um, it was a thing that they just kind of put on people. Went, what? Was what? And Pie Night, I think, is a like a footy club thing where you have Pie Night mm. and you raise money. Yeah, with no, pie, it is, yeah. Pie Night. I was just thinking that, like, you know, there could be a charity or something we could do a, a round for, you know? Well, maybe Ruck Round. Yeah, and like maybe it's a Ruck Round for Rabbit. Why, why is it Ruck Round? Rabbit? Yeah, ruck round for rabbits, you know, save the rabbits. People don't, people, rabbits are a scourge on the native flora and fauna of Australia. It's just the first R word I could think of. And let me tell you something about rabbits. Yeah. You know, when I take Shadow down the flats, mm. he, uh, yeah. he he likes rabbits, I'll yeah. tell you that much. Yeah. He, will, he, he loves eating rabbits. He's, yeah. I never let him get a rabbit. But of course. I can tell you that he's had a rabbit. He loves rabbits. Yeah. Um, and I love ruck round. Yes. I don't know what Shadow thinks of ruck round. Oh. <sighs> Can I tell you something else that happened this week? Yeah. Hit a sting. Sometimes I get the vibe that KO doesn't like AFL. Yeah. Sometimes I just get that vibe because I think they're based predominantly out of uh, Sydney, New South Wales. Right. Is that where Fox footy is? Predo- predominantly. Yeah, right. And um, 
and sometimes you just get that vibe. You know, when you're searching for a for Fox footy or AFL, takes a while to get there. You got to go through Bulldogs v Taipans or yeah, some course. other. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you. Or some sort, of, <laughs> some sort of sport match. Mm. Now, why is it so hard to find AFL mm. on this? You know, it's the biggest sport in Australia. Yeah, clearly no algo. No algo at all. Mm. Um, I'll go off if they don't fix it. They would have paid the most for AFL, right? Yeah. So you yes. think that would make it their flagship? NRL bungled their deal. They oh, signed they it during really? COVID because oh, they right. thought it would be safe to secure money for it. Sure. AFL held out and then did a bigger deal recently. Okay, I understand. That. But today, Melbourne v North mm. in Tassie. Melbourne versus Melbourne in Tassie. Mm. Mm. Uh, the game started at one ten. Yeah. The KO app, for some reason, probably because no one cares. Yeah. Decided the game started at 159. So fans of both clubs and fans of the pill Mm -hmm. and bouncing of the pill turn on at 110 to start watching. Yeah. Only to see a starting soon tab. Yes. Which never went off. No. To the point where AFL clubs had to tweet out and message out, hey, um, we're aware, try going to the Fox footy feed. Yeah. Which is what I hear a lot from people. Whenever I shit can KO, which I've never done. Yeah, of course. Whenever I shit can KO, the audio uh, people just write back to me. Just go to the feed. Just go to the feed. I'm the like Fox that, Footy Channel, which feed. is a great troubleshoot. Yeah, is sure. if you don't click on a particular game and you just go to the feed, it's less likely there's going to be technical issues, right? Yes. Which is a great point to make. However, the reason I'm bringing it up is not because I'm having technical issues and I'm just tweeting it out to the world. It's that the the main digital online platform for AFL streaming is. F- $30 a month too. 30 bucks a month. Pl- doesn't let you watch games. Mm. Is so bungled. Yes. But the good thing you'd like to know, Braden, is you did save a life. Because as you were talking about this in the group chat. Yeah. In another group chat, our good friend Ethan, friend of the pod, started writing, I can't get up the game on KO. Is anyone having this issue? And I said, mate, here's what you're going to do. And I passed on your solution to him. And he was very happy. A whole generation of AFL fans are learning how to work with the intricacies of a broken app. Exactly. He's like, well, no, well, the first thing's gone down. Don't worry, I know what to do. Head to this bit. Yep, that's how you do. You scroll down. You find the Fox footy channel. Yep. There's a whole generation of people fiddling through this bizarre app. Yeah. So I just want to match it. Uh, Do they hate AFL? I just think that why would they bother taking profits from the shareholders... And investing it into a platform that works. Longevity would be my thing. But we all pay it. And Australians have paid it for years and years and years. They've got us... You're right. They've got us by the long curlies. curlies. No, honestly, Australians have a very long history now of overpaying for sports. Yes. Because it's just culturally a thing now. Hey, do you know what? When we were in London one year for a tour, Mm. I wanted to watch the Ashes, which were happening maybe three metres from where I was (laughs) staying. Totally, totally. And... um, Two points in this game. Frio Lions happening in front of us. This is an exciting ending. Yeah. And we'll talk about it once it's done shortly. And uh, you cannot watch the Ashes yep. in England no. free to air. Yeah. That is corrupt, man. Yeah. No, it's... Uh, That's you, horrible. You raise a good point. It's like trying to watch an NBA game in America if you're not in the local area. Horrible. So if you're in Los Angeles and you want to watch a Philly game, it is borderline impossible. It's... um. It's, it's disgraceful in yeah. that, like, you have to be rich to enjoy sport now. Yes, correct. If you just love sport, despite the fact they're making billions of dollars on mm. gambling ads and everything, and all the corporate sponsorships and ticket sales, yeah. even that, 
if you love footy, you still have to pay a premium to watch it. And yep. then there's no guarantee that you're going to get a good quality watch mm-hmm. either. Which well, is horrible. That's horrible. And it's 98% Murdoch, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And I'm thinking one solution could be... We Burn are, it down. <laughs> you have that. But another solution could be we mean you... Mm. Take our life savings Yeah We open up like a pub That does like diner food Yeah And has like heaps of good sports screens Yeah And like That's yummy a sports pancakes bar. That's a sports But it's bar. a diner as well Yeah but then you get into things like um, Food life Tom But me and you We could just go there for Tom, free right? I grew up in cafes As you'll hear with dad on Wednesday When yeah. he's uh, our guest on the podcast Yeah And uh, food life is the big problem I yeah, grew okay. up on a strict diet of Old pies from Michelle's Patisserie. <laughs> Out of date Michelle's Patisserie pies. Yeah. I don't recommend okay. getting into food. Food is not good. Justin Siriani from Outer Circle Social Club. Yeah. His team had a mate of ours. Hawks had a win on the weekend. Great. He knows food life and yeah. the damage that food life, you know. <laughs> if it was get into a business where things don't go out of date. Sure. Alcohol's where it's at. Sell alcohol. Mm. You know what I mean? The markup on alcohol, the longevity of alcohol. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <sighs> KO mm. Fix your shit Tom Another thing I wanted to check in with you Tom Yeah Great sting by the way I wanted to check in with you Port this week were fined For the head clash incident That we mm-hmm. talked about At length last week Yeah They were fined $100,000 Which is a Four bedroom mansion in Adelaide <laughs> now, um, I wanted to ask you, you wanted a million. Yes. How do you feel about 100,000? And I was being... Facetious? Not facetious because I was genuinely wanted serious action, but I was being demonstrative with my language, I would say. You were, you were monstrositous. <laughs> if I, can I was be- being oh. demonstrative with saying a million bucks because that'll, that'll mean something. Yeah. Now... I have heard people say a hundred grand. That's crazy. And I've heard people say it's not enough. And I don't know where I sit, Braden, but I think it does send quite a clear message that. And what is that message? Don't do this again. The the health and safety of your players and your staff is paramount. And we will sting you a hundred thousand every time you do it. But why is the health of a streaming platform? (laughs) What? I don't get it. What joke have I missed? What did you say? I don't know. Health and safety of your players and... Is Paramount. Oh, right. Paramount Plus, of course. Um, oh, do you know what I think would be very helpful as the Brisbane Lions look like they're going to win this mm. is to say to these clubs, if you do this again, Tom's coming down there with David King. <laughs> yeah. Me and King are on the same wavelength with this stuff. But I did find out, Broden, that you can't be stripped of premiership points... Or draft picks or any of that, unless you're found cheating. That's what I've learnt on the week. Well, is that not cheating? Did no. they not cheat? They didn't try and. They well, tried. I mean, they yeah, tried to. They did. They tried to circumnavigate they tried the system. To gain an advantage in the game. Yeah. By not doing a rule. No, when you put it that way. But I think the point was people were saying you couldn't, you can't be stripped of premiership points because it's not, you know, financial or X Y Z. Like it's not salary cap stuff or whatever. But you're right. They absolutely cheated. Hmm. At the moment, it's very like, oh, it was a mistake. But yeah. you know, that's that's the that's the that's the subtext, isn't it? Yeah, I was most disappointed with Ken Hinckley in the in the fallout. To be honest, why? Because what did he do? when you read out what he said after the game, yeah, I almost backed off, and I was almost like, oh, he knows what. Uh, yeah, you know, that's fair enough. He's 
throwing haymakers at me and I need to back down. Yeah. And I just think that's really that's really shitty. I think he he yeah. he, he will come to the defense of his doctors, right? And yeah. and that usually like it's a cool thing to do when you're the leader of an organization to say totally. I back my people 100% to the hilt. Yeah. I can imagine behind closed doors Ken Hinckley is um is I'm um, trying to think of a not happy Hinckley. No. You know, he would be pretty brutal on yeah, the people he would. who allowed that to happen. Yes. Um, or it was directed from him. That's the other theory that's yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he directed them to not do it. Yeah, he was like, you know, and that's, that, I'm not for a second suggesting that's true, but, you know, stranger yeah, things yeah, yeah. have happened. We don't know. I actually just don't know. Yeah. Um, I had a fun uh, message from someone the other day. Um, I was talking, I was actually online talking about, do you know the NAB ad? Oh, yeah, true, yeah. Um, where the, it's a NAB business loan. I was talking about that. I, 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 t- I like to talk about it. Were you tweeting know. about it? Maybe. I may have, yeah, may okay. have mentioned it. I can't remember. Yeah. But someone mentioned that NAB have a long lineage of football ads that are drilled ad nauseum into our skulls. Really? On loop. So in 2008, this is potentially before your time. Yeah. But um, I want to try and get into people's uh, brain stems mm. with memories uh, now. So... Let me tell you, it's the year. Let me put you in a position. Yeah, the year is two thousand and eight. You are, I don't know. I was nineteen. I was only nineteen, and I'm watching the footy. Right? Yeah. Your team's playing, and then they get pumped. They're mm. getting pumped, right? The other team kicks a goal, and you're like, "Oh, this is awful." And then you have to hear this. I'm lost. I'm lost. Can't do my thing. That's why I sing. Give me, give me that. Yeah. Give me that thing, give me, give me, give me that, give me that thing, give me that, give me, give me that, give me that thing, give me that, give me, give me that, give me, give me, give me that thing. Remember that? Give me that, give me that. Remember this? No. Every goal. Give me that thing, give me, give me, give me, give me that, give me that thing, give me that, give me, give me that, give me, give me that thing. Every goal. Never heard that before in my life. Yeah, you weren't into the pill as much as back then. No. I'm telling you, when you're watching the footy, every goal. That would be really annoying. Here we go. Give me that thing. Give me, give me, give me that. Give me that thing. Is this a nap cup time? No. I don't know. I mean, I don't mind it. When you hear it four billion times, it's bad. I, that in my head is 15 years it, it, it takes me 15 years back yeah right to hearing that friggin song over and over I can't believe it's been 15 years to be honest I know right we're old mate yeah, we're old and cooked old, yeah. so I just wanted to remind people of that horrible horrible memory Tom hit that sting let's talk some footy games by far and away the best game of the round mm-hmm. aside from maybe that Lions Frio game that was also awesome which we'll talk about shortly that's just happened what an absolute performance from Hawthorne mm. versus the flag favourites, the Collingwood Magpies. Yeah. Holy hell. Did you watch this game? Uh, well, I can't remember it, so I don't think so. Don't worry. <laughs> I watched it enough <laughs> for the both of us. Great. What's the scores on that? Can you break that down for me? Yeah, I can bring up the scores for you, Braden. The score was 105 Hawthorne to 73 points Collingwood. I turned on this game about 20 minutes into the first quarter and Hawthorne are up by like 30 points. You go, ah, yeah, classic bottom three team Mm -hmm. that's going to be really good. 
they're putting on a show and then Collingwood's by halftime this will be level yeah and then that kind of started to happen Pies kind of started to push back kick they kicked three goals they did very Collingwood and they yeah, kicked three yeah. goals in a row and started to really push it back and then this thing happened Hawthorne pushed back again mm. they were brutal they were vicious they yeah. bashed Collingwood up yeah Will Day mm-hmm. is a freak that superstars yes. have him in the backline super coach Another guy who I have never seen before, I didn't know who he played, a guy called Jai Newcomb, Tom. Oh, yeah, I've heard of him. He is my boy. Yep. Um, that's a joke, he's my boy, Jai. Yeah, yeah, you're talking and about And then there, I, I've, I am guilty for years of going, who's that Sicily prick? Nah, he's, he's he's a freak. He was He's one of those guys that as soon as you've made him a captain, yeah. he's, he's taken that with full aplomb. I think the knock on him now is still the knock on him his whole career, which he misses too many matches. He is by far and away like one of the best backs in the game, but um, still gets suspended and misses games and stuff, which is well, disappointing. I'm telling you, he played this weekend and he played out of his skin. Yeah. And then another thing happened. The Brownlow favourite mm. for three quarters, we'll say, yeah, got tagged out of the game by someone called Finn. Finn McGuinness. Finn McGuinness. Finn McGuinness. Finn McGuinness. I don't think he's Irish, but it sounds Irish. Doesn't it? it double team, Irish. For a team with an Irish, maybe he is Irish. Yeah. Let's assume he's Irish. Yeah. No, he is Irish, he I'm is. telling you. Uh, tagged him out of the game. Yeah. And obviously, Nick Dacos went off injured uh, in the third. Yeah. But so. before that, had no impact to the point where McRae put him in the forward line mm. um, to try and get him back into the game, and it didn't work. So interesting. What was the difference? Because he's been tagged before and it didn't work. I don't believe he has properly been tagged. Yeah. So is that the difference? It was a We've, it was a hard tag as opposed to just a run with. We had a generation where you had a tagger whose job was to go and remove the best player on the other team Correct. from the game. Sometimes too literally. And like then it became yes. And then it became became the movement after that is. You want to have a play dedicated to our player? No dramas. We're gonna we're gonna make that a, an issue for you. To the point now where Dacos has played two years and had it all his way, mm. and no one has thought about tagging. Yeah, right. There's no specialty taggers anymore. By golly, it worked. Mm. It's uh, obviously an utter tragedy that Dacos is now out for six weeks. That's yes. shocking and an awful time of the year mm-hmm. and um, there's a very good chance he still wins the Brownlow Let's, uh, who, who knows how yeah. many how many wins have they had they've had 16 or 17 wins so I far. would say if they've Bont 18 wins yeah 18 if Bont polls three once or twice more in the end of the year then that might be the difference tight tussle yeah if Bont gets another six surely he's in with a chance far out you know what I mean it was a I, I was blown away by Hawthorne in this game yeah it's exciting blown away by them they were Brutal around the ball. Mm. The main other difference, clearly watching the game, clearly is the clearances, center clearances. Yeah, right. 18 clearances to three mm. center clearances. Yeah, that's crazy. So they they, they dominated. The, mm. the model seems to have been what they've done is um, nullify defenders, as mm-hmm. in Darcy Moore. Yeah. Um, so make sure they can't take intercept marks or sure. easy marks yeah, yeah, yeah. and then block up the corridor. Yeah. Um, and they, they were so good yeah. and ran over the top of it and bashed Collingwood up a little bit, mm. like fully when it went to them. Um, how soon do you reckon Hawthorne will be back and how good can they be? 
I've believed at points this year, like when they've won two in a row. Yeah. Oh, no. Because like, I think we both had them at 18th this year, I think. Mm-hmm. They've had times where I've been like, oh, no, they're, I've, I'll start tipping them because they've won two in a row and they've been so impressive. And they were like that last year as well, to be honest, for a large period of the year. But then they've come out of those and dropped three or four awful games in a row, yeah. which makes me think that they're not next year, but they're the year after. And that's great. Yeah. They might surprise you and, and, and make the finals next year. It feels unlikely. Mm. Because you need to, as we learned with Gold Coast year after year after year, yeah. it's not enough to be brilliant every now and then. No, you've got to be brilliant all the time. Brilliant all the time. And I think it takes young teams longer than we realize. A la Essendon this year. A well. la Frio. A la, la Frio. A la Gold Coast. <laughs> a la Gold Coast. A la... Uh, <laughs> um, that'll do it. Yeah. But yes, no, particularly... So I think they're great and they're awesome and clearly their best can run with anyone. But how long will it be till they can produce that for four quarters every single week? I think they did that for Max Lynch. Our boy, so our boy against his old side, he's just retired. Let's go out there and do one for Lynchy. Well, I mean, if the coach is a good storyteller, which I believe he might be, that's yeah. exactly the thing that Damien Hardwick was famous for, for doing, you know, with, with Tigers. Was he? Stuff. Yeah, he was like, here's the theme of this week, you know? Oh, it could be. Like, let's get up for well, this. for this podcast, Max Lynch is our boy. Yeah. And so let's just say he won them the game. I, I couldn't agree more. Hey, I think Collingwood are going to win the flag. Can I start by saying that? Sure. I think they are still the clear favourites. Yeah. There's two stats that I want to bring up from Daniel Hoyne, the champion data expert. The Hoynator. Uh, the first one being that the best team in the middle of the year has gone on to win the flag one time in 20 years. Yeah. And that was Melbourne in 2021. Yeah. Outside of that, no other team has done it. Mm-hmm. The other one was, this is a quote from Daniel Hoyne, the stat man. He said, we've come to the conclusion of, is you've got five games at the end of the year to get your system in shape. If your game is not in good shape by round 20 pretty much forget about having a chance of winning the flag this year. Over the last 10 years, this is from um, Sports Day on SEN with Jared Healy and uh, Kane Corns. Mm. Over the last 10 years, the last four home and away games, that's a 40-game sample size, the eventual premiers have a 35-5 win-loss record. They've lost five games in 10 years in the last four home and away games. Mm. If you're not in good shape by round 20, forget about it. And, and we've, been, we've been strong on this on this pod. Well, Tom, mm-hmm. the best the best number that Collingwood come out of the last five rounds with is three two, mm. and the best the best uh, for Port is three two as well. Yeah, and they're coming off four losses. Yeah, and Brisbane hasn't been convinced. No, I think the informed teams are, are Melbourne, Sydney, and GWS. What I'm saying is that I still think Collingwood are going to win the flag, mm. but if they are to win it. They are a statistical outlier in totally. multiple areas. Yeah. In in huge areas. Yeah. It's a scare, it's a it's a it's a crossroads at the moment. Yeah. Um I think they're just so built in and so well worked and so aware of what they need to do to win that they might be able to overcome it. But I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah, a lot of the fans are chill. They're not panicking yet. I don't think the team's panicking yet. You know, if there's anything that I would say about the personality of this team for the last two years is they are the outlier. 
Mm. They do do. They they are the outlier. They dance to the beat of their own drum, bro. I haven't seen them dance at all. Even they tread the path untrodden. But like they still play on the MCG. It's not like they, they're on the hello turf. So maybe they are the ones to trumpet. But yes, you're right. It'd be very difficult. Injuries at the wrong time. Not great form at the wrong time. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be tough. There was a do or die match as well on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. It was between Geelong, who needed to win to keep keep going, mm-hmm. and Port, who needed to win so desperately, so desperately, so desperately. Yeah. And what was the score there? I was very close in the end, but Port rolled out the gastro excuse, did they not? <laughs> I don't know. Did Ninety-seven they? to eighty-five. Geelong won by twelve. Yeah. So two goals. It was tight all night, and then the GMHBA power. You know what mm. I mean? The old Cadinia Park power. Cats got it done, and Cats had no Hawkins and no Tom Stewart. No Tom Stewart played. It was Hawkins and it Blitz was Blitzers. Yeah. And then I think Port had two laid out with illness, so they were saying, yeah, there was a bunch of illness around or something. Um, Ollie Henry kicked four. Yeah, crazy. And uh, Butters, 30 disposals and one goal. I think mm. Willie Rioli had four goals as well. Yeah. So Porter now 0-4 and they're fourth on the ladder. What does that mean? I think we start riding Port off, which is insane to say because two weeks ago, I think I had them yeah, as, as, like, a, flag as a flag contender. Who signs Ken Hinckley now? Would you sign him now? I'm not sure because I don't have an eye into their football club and I'd hate to be overly simplistic. Mm-hmm. But no, you don't sign them until you see how far they go, for sure. Because if, if they lose every game from here, then yeah, yeah. you'd have serious conversations. But I, I'd be, I'm not sure why. Do you have an insight into why, do you think? Why what? Like what's changed? Since they lost to Collingwood over there, what's changed? What's different? They've lost every game. Yeah, but why? Well, like, you know what? Without a great understanding of why, and I don't have that great understanding, yeah, well, I would find it hard to make a decision. The vibe is, the people are saying, is um, well, on the couch, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With boys. our big boy yeah. Johnny Brown yeah. and uh, Nathan Buckley, Gary Lyon. Mm. They were saying they have their thing called the premiership window. Yeah, right. Which is a cross graph mm. that shows you when you're defensively up and you're offensively up. Yeah. The premiership has come from the top right corner of the graph. Sure. When you got both in tandem. And Port were rarely in there because they are an offensive team who re- who leak points. Yeah, their their percentage is awfully low even when they were in second. Yeah, they're yeah. at I think about 108%, which is down there with the bottom eight teams like uh, yeah. uh, uh, with the, you know, the people at the bottom of the top eight. Yeah. Um yeah, I think stati- I think they're 7th in percentage yeah. or something like that. Totally. Um, so people just kept saying, this is not a premiership winning model. Sure. So that was kind of the point, but they were playing with such momentum that there was an argument that, you know. Yeah. But it's a huge call to sign him now, I think, genuinely. No, no, I agree. Um, and I think that's just a good lesson that it always would have been. Exactly. Even if they won two of the last four, then it would if, still be. If they were still winning, I think he would have been signed by now. Yeah, which, which I think this goes to show that that might be a mistake. Can you Stick put, to your guns. Hold, pull the music for a sec. Okay. A fun fact, put mm. some silly unders. Isaac Smith rides his bike home from the game. Wow. He gets on his bike and he says it's two minutes from his house, so he rides his bike home. That's why you moved to Geelong. That's right. Tom, hit that sting. Uh, first thing I want to say, I'm pre- I've prepared something. Oh wow! What's and I that? I can't stress to you how painful this was to do. This took so long, <laughs> okay. and I'm so stressed that it's going to break. Sure. I 
There's this ad on TV, right? And it's called the NAB ad. Yeah. And it's about business loans. Yeah. And I've mentioned it before as being a harbinger messenger from Satan. Yeah, once or twice. Um, yeah. And um, they look, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, they play it a lot during football games. Uh, I'm going to play... Well, should I play the ad? I mean, sure. I, I don't think our listeners really know it. Yeah, no. Well, I, you know, if they watch footy, they may have seen it. Sure. So, anyway, here it is here. It's at a, it's, it's at a cafe slash nursery. I think I might be having those growing pains you mentioned. And then the business line man comes in. Wow, business is good. He says business is good. It's almost good. I think we're ready. I think we are ready. Well, you have had your eye. You have had your eye on that high street space for a while. When it comes to growing a business. Want me to get moving? Want me to get moving? You need an expert. Thumbs up. Than just money. So it's about a business upscaling. Money. Okay. Yeah. And it's about NAB. Yeah. NAB, a business expert, right? Yeah. Now, this is a great ad. Yeah. Top 10. One of the best ads. Yeah. Well, it's funny you mentioned top 10 because I have ranked yeah. my top eight lines from the NAB ad. <laughs> How many lines are there? There'd only be eight. I think about 12. Okay. So some have missed out. Sorry, lines. <laughs> So yeah, um, what are the honourable mentions? I think it's doable is yep. one, I think. And yep. then I think we already didn't make it. Yeah, okay. Um, okay. At number eight, and I hope these are all in order because I've tried I tried so hard. Yeah, sure. This could fall apart. Uh, this is number eight. Gareth. Gareth. So he pick <laughs> the business <laughs> picks up the phone and says Gareth. Yeah. That's number eight. Love that line. Introduces who he's speaking to. It's the first line of the episode sure. by a human. Yeah. Uh, by a human. Uh, so I think that's a top one. Okay, great. Do you like that line? Um, it's up there for sure. Sure. Okay. At number seven. So that just crept into the top eight. Sure. At number seven. This is... Uh, some people might think this is pretty low for this line. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think there's just so many good lines that got pushed down. But uh, it's this one. Want me to get moving? Want me to get moving. Yeah. And it's by Gareth, the home loan man, business loan business man. Business loan man. As yep. he's pulling a vine off his head. Yeah, sure. Should have mentioned that vines are creeping through the building. It's, it's growing. It's pace. growing. Yeah. It's too big. Yeah. It's too big. It's too big. For Want me space. to get moving. Yeah. Uh, just a classic line. Isn't it? And I love Gareth does a little eyebrow raise as he... Uh, as he says, want me to get moving. That's, like a cheeky. Want me to get moving? Should you, I, you should take notes on this, bro. And then he, yeah. And then he, the suggestion is he's going to go off and get him a business loan. Yeah, I'll get you all the money you need, brother. Yeah, so classic line. At number six uh, is this little humdinger. Nab. It's just the lady saying nab. Mm. The voiceover artist saying nab. I thought it was an important line because it's by nab, mm. the National Bank of Australia which would be National Australia Bank, but yeah. they call themselves the National Bank of Australia. I don't really understand that. No, nah, that's beyond me. Um, classic line. That's at number six. Yeah. At number five, now we're getting into the top five. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, wow. So yeah. I think you might know this little classic. I think I might be having those growing pains you mentioned. Yeah. I think I might be having those growing pains you mentioned. Uh-huh. Such a good line. Mm. Uh, it's done by the owner of the business. Yeah. We don't ever get his name. Yeah. I, well, let's call him Justin. Well, I'm not going to give him any names because that's for they've clearly this this is this was made by an auteur. Yeah, this was made by an artist. Yeah, and they this is their magnum opus. Yeah, yeah and yeah. they have created this ad and they've left it. It's like Nolan. Mm. Everything in uh, Oppenheimer, 
deliberate and for a reason. Why? That's strange. Well, he's done that for a reason. Yeah, for sure. Uh, when the creator of this ad, why haven't we named that character? There's a very important reason mm. for it. And that's for the audience to discover. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is playing at the Melbourne International Film Festival, but these be. are the con- these are the discussions you'd have there. Mm. I think I'm having those growing pains. Plot-wise, really important too, because it's talking in a fun way about what he's talking. He's saying, I think I'm having these growing pains as he watches vines and reeds grow out. Yeah. What he's saying is, my business is too small for me now. Yeah. I've outgrown it. Yeah. Uh, classic line. At number four, I think you might remember this little classic. Hi. Is Gareth arriving and saying hi? Yeah. Now, he's quite a far bit away from the camera when he says hi as he walks into the cafe. And because it's dubbed, he mm. sounds quite close. So mm. it's jarring. There's something really fun about that. Mm. Classic line. Uh, oh, but did I say that was number four? No, you said, yeah, I think you might That's have number been, four, yeah. right. Uh, here's my, well, it's very close to another one. This is at number three. Wow, business is good. Love the personality of wow, business is mm. good. Yeah, there's a lot of personality in it. Wow, business is good. Mm. And I think you know it's going to be number one at this point. No, I've got no idea, to be honest. Uh, Well, we're up to number two. Yeah. Are you ready for number two? Sure. It's an exciting one. And maybe one you might not be expecting. The dog barking. Mm. Dog barking. Classic dog bark. Good sound design. And at number one, if you haven't heard it already, you know what it's going to be, folks. Here it is. Well, you have had your eye on that high street space for a while. When it com- well, you have had your eye on that high street space for a while. Mm. Art. Yeah. Work of art. Mm. As good as ads get. Yes. He has had his eye on that high street space for a while. He, he has. He just needs the money from the devil to make it happen. When they say they're more than money, Brandon, because I think that's the slogan, nab more than money. What else do they do except for money? I don't understand. Well, I think they're saying their um, their emotion and stuff. Yeah, but if hand, Gareth hand jobs, if 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 Justin, yeah, that's didn't not his w- name. Well, we'll call him Justin. If he wanted to, if he didn't want to borrow money, Gareth would have no interest. Literally, no interest. Yeah. Yeah. No, Gareth means to um, manipulate and deceive because he's yeah. Satan. Yeah. We've already discussed that at length. Um, look, they're my top eight. Just run through them again. Gareth, want me to get moving? Nab, I think I've had been having these growing pains you mentioned. Mm. Wow, business is... Oh, hi. Wow, business is good. Dog barking. Well, you have had your eye on that high street space for a while. They're my top eight lines from the Nab business thing. Play that sting. We almost had an emergency on Saturday, Tom. Yeah? The Eagles. Ah. Almost came over to our state, mate, mm. and bloody almost besmirched and humiliated <laughs> the Essendon Bombers. Yeah, almost. Almost. Wasn't yeah. that... I was tweeting uh, up a storm. Were you? I was, oh my God, I can't believe this. Yeah, happened. right. That's so good. Eagles were up. They almost did it. They were up with a minute to go. Mm-hmm. But then uh, who kicked that last one? The guy. The guy. Kyle Langford. No, no, no. The guy looks like... Is it Kyle Langford that kicked the last one? I thought it was Langford. He looks a bit like Wiedemann. You got the black hair. I'll double check. He's like a Ford. I'll double check for you, Brandon. Show me a photo of him. But uh, they were in front with a minute to go. And that, you know what? Eagles? Mm. That would have cost them Harley Reid. Yeah. 
No, it was it was Kyle Langford who kicked. Kyle Langford saved the West Coast Eagles a Harley Reid, mm-hmm. who took a specky in Southport, by the way. Did you see that? No. Oh, yes, I did see that. Yeah, Harley Reid looks that. the goods. I don't know why he's playing for the Essendon VFL side, but he is. It just gives me mad Hogan vibes. Remember when Hogan won the best and fairest when he was 17 in the VFL? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Very exciting. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be a gun. Yes. Um, it's so exciting young players coming up and being excited for them. Mm. Like, there's every chance he's fine. Yeah, totally. But That's imagine if he's, you know, imagine if he's great. Mm. He's taking speckies. The other great thing that happened, it was a really tight game. Essendon showed up. I don't know what the Bombers are doing. Very bizarre. End of year. My favorite thing is a classic Scott quote. Yeah. (laughs) I love the Scott brothers. I love the Scott brothers so much. Yeah. They love performing in the media. Mm -hmm. No one one does an excuse like the Scott brothers. (laughs) Geelong in a prelim against Melbourne, lost by a billion points. Everyone had gastro. But he first said, Look, there's reasons, but I'm not going to say them. And then walked out of the room and leaked to a journalist the day. Oh, I had gastro. Brad Scott, after lo- winning by one point. Yeah. Some would say a bit of an embarrassment. Yes, I would agree. He said, everyone loved Gather Round. But right now, everyone realizes Gather Round adds another game in the home and away season. He blamed Gather Round. Why did he even bring it up? I don't understand. He's saying... <laughs> He said we were tied and almost lost because of Gather Round, which was round four, Tom. You should be ashamed of yourself, Brad. No, we love it, Tom. We love it. I saw someone tweet. It's classic Scott. (laughs) Yeah, it is. I saw someone tweet if um, Zach Merritt shouldn't allow the boys to sing the song after that. Yeah. (laughs) Huh? Gather Round. They won Gather Round, by the way. They beat Melbourne in Gather Round. I don't understand. Did it actually make the season longer? Yeah, it's 24 rounds and they added a season. They they added it one. is okay. one round oh, longer. Right. Well, that makes a little more sense then, I guess. But he's blaming. But it's not like seasons used to be fifteen rounds and long. And they've got they've got the easiest run home of all the clubs, and we've known that since the start. So they really have no excuse. But before gather round, round football seasons were twenty three rounds. Yeah, it's round twenty one. And before we had buy rounds, rounds were twenty two seasons long. So it's you're tired now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm with you. But football would still be going in any other year. Yeah, it would, yeah. Brad Scott? Yeah. It's a bizarre quote. It's yeah. a bizarre quote. I'm into it. I mean, I see where he's coming from. Yeah. I was like, oh, we're all tired and that's probably, we're a bit yeah. tired and, you know, but they mentioning gather round mm-hmm. in round three. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, another game that happened was uh, at Blundstone Arena in beautiful Tasmania mm. today between the Melbourne Demons and the North Melbourne Kangaroos. Yeah. It's great there's a team called the Kangaroos. Don't you think every team should be named after an Australian animal? It's kind of like uh, chocolate, you know, like those chocolate, those chocolates used to be different animals. That'd be cool, but is there 18 animals? <laughs> I'll give you 18 animals right now. Yeah, all right. They have to be Australian natives. Kangaroo. Yeah. Wombat. Yeah. Carnaby's cockatoo. Never heard of it. Rosella. I can't, I can't. That's all birds, Braden. I see animals. Birds. Animals are birds. Birds are animals. All right. No more birds. Keep Wallaby. Going. Yep. That's a type of kangaroo. Quokka. Quokka. Bilby. Cool. What's a bilby? Dingo. Bilby is a wallaby. Just a baby wallaby. No, it is not. <laughs> what is it then? It's a different and it's a different marsupial. Um, a uh, cassowary. That's not real. It is. And they're dangerous, man. They'll kill you. They'll kill You're you. You're thinking of an emu. If anyone's listening overseas who's going to see a cassowary in Australia and they'll like, oh, give them some of my sandwich, no. do not do that. They are dinosaurs and they will kill you. Um, uh, emu. Yeah, uh, I gave you that one. 
Crocodile. Yeah. Wow, that's not an Australian native. Animal. Yes, it is, man. <laughs> I think they have. Frill neck lizard. What about. Goanna. You didn't say platypus. Platypus. Goanna's not Australian either. Um, brown snake. Mm, the brown snakes, I don't know. What are you talking about? Turtle, Australian turtles. But what's the what's the correct name for an Australian turtle? Turtle. If it's unique, well, you can't just have the turtles. They got turtles. There's, a, there's it's turtles be, that are turtles. That be that are, there are turtles. Australian. There are turtles that are native to Australia. All right. I what are they called? Turtle. Without Google, I don't accept it. You can't have the, you know, the Latin species name of a turtle as a football club. You if know? we, if you are interested in the truth, Tom, <laughs> you will let me search it. All right. I've I've lost count, by the way. You're on like 14, I think. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, let's go with 14. That's fine. <laughs> Eastern, long, Eastern long-necked turtle. Red-bellied, short-necked turtle. And they're only in Australia, all these turtles. These are native to Australia. Okay. Um, Tassie devil. Yeah. Extinct, but... Sure. No, not extinct. <laughs> Tassie tiger extinct. Oh, right. I thought they were the same thing. What about the red-back spider? Red-back spider. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh. I think we're there. But then also... Huntsman. Uh, possum. Huntsman. Possums aren't. They have possums Australian in Australia. Australian ringtail possum. Sugar glider. Mm. We've got... Uh, I've done 18. Fruit bats. Fruit bats. Another one. You're helping me now. Yeah, yeah um, I think that it could be cool. Actually, I'm with you. Yeah, dinosaurs. Australian what dinosaurs. About, um, yeah, I could just see like... How did we get here? I could just see like what's like the broom fruit bats. Fruit bats. The fruit bats from broom. It does have a distinct Australian vibe to it, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm into it. Uh, oh, here's some that we've forgotten, Tom. What? Koala. Oh, the koalas. Echidna. Echidnas, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, crocodile. Kookaburras. Yep. Little penguins. The Brisbane brown snake. Box jellyfish. That'd be sick. Wow, yeah, that's a bit dangerous. Cane toads. They're not no, Australian, no, no, are they? No, they are in no, Australia. That's the whole thing they were introduced to, to get rid of the... the Quolls? Man, we got some... What's great- a quoll? It's a little thing. Uh, Australian green tree frog. Yeah. So, what should the demons give up? What? What? So, the demons should oh. give up for what? I'll the take, Melbourne I'll, marsupials? I'll, I'll take green tree frog. Hey, the Melbourne green tree frog. I don't frog. mind. Um, so, today, I got the scare of my life watching this. Oh, game. right. That's right. Because last night, I uh, put out a little, little meme yeah. of Stephen Bradbury with the Melbourne logo on yeah. him saying that, you know, Collingwood are having an issue, yeah. Port are having an issue. Yes, they are. Um, and here come the D's. And uh, we <laughs> went down by like 37 points in the first quarter. Yeah. And, the f- and I was like, oh, no, it's going to... I Oh, no. But we... By halftime, we were down by a point. Yeah, so we North worked- did this last week as well. They, they clearly got something as well. Do you want me to read... I'll read my notes um, that I took during the game for this podcast. Sure, I'd love that. Um, they're a bit... Look, in the heat of... In, in the... In the in the heat of the game, not great notes, but sure. as we sit here, uh, I don't think these things anymore. Right, so you can laugh at them because they're not real. Yeah. I shop like, like this one, Jared Healy unlistenable. <laughs> uh, don't like him. Yeah, sure. Uh, is he the one on SEN or is that Dwayne Russell? He is on SEN. He used to host On The Couch. He played yeah. for Melbourne and hates Melbourne and then now plays for, he, then now play, then played for Sydney. Yeah, right. Um, he talks like this. I get confused. One of them does Midday Madness. Yeah, it's Dwayne. Yeah, okay, it's Dwayne. Okay, uh, I like Dwayne. Harry Petty had, looks to have done something quite bad to his ankle, yes. and it's pretty devastating. Mm-hmm. Um, Ruse were very 
good at the contest. It was the first mm. game back for Alastair Clarkson. I don't think spoke to the media or anything like that. Really? Before yeah. the game. He might have spoken after the game. Yeah, I've not right. seen. But um, I imagine he has. Mm. But uh, the Roos were hard at it. Yeah. No one stood out as like an inc- had an incredible game. Like, Larky is obviously a star full forward of the game. Yeah. Who is destined to be there for another five years? Yeah. Do you think North will be competing for a premiership in five years? Uh, I hope competing for one, yes. In five years? Yes. Will they actually win one? Jury's out. He'll be because 29 in five years. Yeah, you'll be up against your GRS, Sydney, Gold Coast for all those years. But they should be top eight in that year. I think they've got the talent. I thought LDU played a very good game. As yes, well. he did. I think he's a very, I think they're a very long way off North. It's hard to say because like when Adelaide and Hawthorne do these bounce backs like they have, it's just yeah. like, forget the rebuild, you know, forget this idea of rebuild, you know, just just do it. Mm. And uh, on the other side of it, the D's now sit second yeah. on percentage, obviously, Lions third, Port fourth. But the D's, after being clunky, stop and starty, they're now sitting second. Mm. And if they can keep that position, we'll have a home run at a grand final. And Clayton Oliver back next week. Hopefully, but then Harry Petty out. Harry Petty was looking like the actual, the 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 missing link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kicked six goals last week and he looked like he was going to kick another bag today before this ankle thing. I'm just praying and we'll probably know tomorrow. Maybe, hope maybe it's two, three weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Two, three weeks is, is okay. Yeah. I, th- I think the good news is that Fritch and Grundy are waiting in the wings. I think that's, Melbourne hasn't been able to say this for a long time, but that's pretty I haven't exciting. Put, I haven't put this in my headlines, but. It's just added another week of Grundy chat, hasn't it? It's just going to be, wow, can, is Grundy going to come in and be the forward now? Is well, that I mean, if see? Fritch is healthy, then they'll stick with it. But if he's not, then yeah, Grundy. I but that's not a premiership winning side. A guy who I went down to Coburg and watched him play full forward, he's not a full forward. Totally. I think that's the thing we learned from, about Jackson with the Frio game as well. Mm. You know, like not all Ruckman can just magically be great full forwards. <sighs> Struggles. Maybe anyway. JVR steps up, I don't know. Um, strange old game you know mm. one of them tight tussles between a team like I think Melbourne play worse against the worst teams because you, all of a sudden all your structure is built around like what efficient teams do and then all of a sudden some mad teams just doing whatever and it's hard to watch totally and uh, and I don't think you guys switched on like track had barely touched the ball in the first quarter you that's know, the other like- thing that happened is <laughs> after Petty went down Goodwin ended the game by putting Gorn Petrarca um someone else important like the four most important players on the bench and said you're not getting injured <laughs> um, so yeah that was that's that's the victory cigar isn't it the other yeah. game Friday night uh, Saturday night broke my little heart GWS the streak is over mm-hmm. Swannies looked like 2022 Swannies yep downed them but the, they just pumped them even though it was a tight game it felt like a bit of a pumping yeah Shots fired by the Sydney's socials, socials team who went back at the GOAT, Jacob, the social media manager for GWS, mm. and did their own little funny video at him. Yeah. And, and I believe there's some friendship. Yeah, there. they're all mates. They're all but mates. They had, because um, they're the Giants, They it was an Austin Powers scene where Mini-Me was in it and, and Austin Powers kicks Mini-Me. Yeah. And Mini-Me was GWS and, yeah. and Sydney was Austin Powers. Yeah, I quite liked it. And I thought, we, we do need to get them to fight. Yeah. We need to get these social media people to have a jujitsu wrestle. Yeah, totally. Um, but apart from that, we're going to throw to our mate Joe, who was at the game. Did did you miss? Did you miss me? Jo- joining us now is Joe Kosky, uh, the the Carlton Blues fan and the um, non-fiction musical performer. 
Joe, I wanted to talk to you about what you did Saturday night. But we just talked. Um, Saturday night I went to GWS versus Sydney. Ah. At, the, at where? Park. At the GWS Stadium out in Olympic Park. It's called Giant Stadium. Yeah, it's called Giant Stadium, isn't it? Yeah, sorry, Giant Stadium. I agree. It well, should have been called be GWS called Stadium. Um, <laughs> I have questions, actually. I thought you were at the SCG for some reason. I have big questions. Nah. Yeah, that's why I wanted yeah. to ring him and ask him. Well, can I lead uh, with yeah. something, Bryden? Mm-hmm. Apparently, they have a, a Mumford hot dog special, which has two dogs in the hot. In the oh, bun? I didn't see yeah, it. so it's like two hot dogs hot in Hot dogs bun. aren't dogs in hot, <laughs> yeah, they Tom. Are. They're yeah, dogs in that. buns. Okay, so apparently yeah, there's a Mumford hot dog special, two sausages in the bun. I saw a lot of good hot dogs going around, but I, the only promotional thing I saw was the Himmelberger. Ah, oh, yeah, that's new. Good. That that was new this week. It wouldn't. I wouldn't surprise me if, with Mumford's retirement, the hot dog going and the Himmelberger right. and the Himmelberger replacing. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that would make more sense. Mm. A, a lot of GWS um, members wouldn't know who Mumford is now. What, what about a Toby Green smoothie? Oh, I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> Toby Green juice. Well, Tom Green juice would make more sense, but no one it doesn't have the E on it. Yeah. Mm. What about who else plays for them? Give me another one. Uh, you could do... Cornelio Spaghetti. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I was thinking like a Riccardi Spaghetti. That, no, you weren't thinking that. I was, yeah. Is Cornelio Italian? I hope I it is. Or I've, or I've made a racial it's, mistake. It's a very uh, Italian sounding name. Joe. What about a Josh Kelly pork belly? That's good, Joe. That's why you're yeah. the lyricist. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, now, Joe... I believe that GWS is the flagship leading, most progressive, e- e- uh, adaptive, um, innovative football club in the AFL. That's my belief. And if you disagree, sure. I'll cut your throat. <laughs> now, right. how was it at the actual Giants Stadium? Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. I would say there's, there was probably two to three times more Sydney supporters there than Giant supporters. Yeah. Of yeah. course, the because do you know why? Because one club rad. is 150 years old and one is 12 minutes old, Joe. Yeah, exactly. But also the trip out to Olympic Park, you know, with the traffic and stuff was a nightmare because there were no trains running. Hey, yeah. the, 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 there was a glitch in our feed then as soon as you, I, as you I switched. I censored myself. Oh, oh did you? Good. Yeah, because I think they've out. closed that line for a whole year, I heard, Joe. Are you joking? No, they're doing like That's huge awful. renos, yeah. How are they meant to get anyone there? Like, it was a nightmare to get out there. Do you think that's the problem? I think that's part of it, for sure. Do you think that Sydney's, um, in, uh, you know, infrastructure is um, below par? Mm. It's, it's generally pretty good. But furthermore, like, furthermore, mm. do you sure. think that's why Brisbane is picked to be eventually the largest city in Australia? Melbourne's just overtaken, Victoria's just overtaken. Mm. Do you think that infrastructure roadblock is why New South Wales is sitting in a bit of a slump? Well, I, I, hadn't, I hadn't heard those stats, but I guess it is a bit of a civil engineering nightmare. It was built out for horse and carts from European settlement mm. in 1717. It's very hilly. Yeah, right? a lot of one-way streets, very hilly. Yeah, yeah Brisbane's... Not a practical spot. Brisbane's got great freeways. Um, Joe, furthermore... Um, I was complaining about our Sydney live show sales the other day, Joe. And um, someone let me know that a lot of uh, Swan supporters live in the north and they Joe. won't travel down to the comedy store. Joe. 
They they won't cross wow. the bridge as it was. Well, that's silly. Yeah, but it's not There's it's not selling the badly. North. It's just selling fine. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I should have. But uh, surely, if you live in the north, you know that you're always going to have to cross that bridge. There's nothing there. Well, they'll cross that bridge when they come. But to that's what I was thinking because the SCG's there, right? So if they go to the that's Swans good, game, right? they have to come down anyway. Right? Well, the thing is, and we found it with Donna shows as well. Is Sydney people don't like you know. It's hard to get out, and a lot of people don't right. go out. Okay. And, and you know, that's just well, culturally, yeah. that's a thing. Like yeah. he would find. How many people are coming to see um, your Goff Whitlam musical, Joe? No idea. Not not my problem. But like, <laughs> I think Packer, ever since he sort of destroyed the city and pushed everyone out to the casino, hey, like hey, nightlife hey, is pretty dead. Hey, hey, yeah, hey. totally. Hey, we're pro Packer on this. No, it's true. We used to play uh-huh. the World Bar and have to get kicked out at one a.m. Joe, know. Joe, back to the yeah. game. I would imagine going to a GWS game, a lot of Orange, a lot of maybe even DJs. Was there a DJ, Joe? <laughs> there was. There was DJ Tiger Lily. Mm. Who's Tiger Lily? Yeah. From Peter Pan? Just, yeah, exactly. From Peter Pan. Well, she has blue hair. Does the Peter Pan one have blue? I don't know. But she's, you know. She's, Peter, pa- Peter Pan yeah. was written by um, J.M. Barry. Good to know. A big Tiger Lily fan, Joe. Um, she used to DJ at World Bar when she was coming up as well. She just recently yeah. had a had a little baby. A little baby. Yeah, it'd be like three months old now. Right. So, some time Joe, ago. on that, what would you give the GWS Giants Stadium experience out of out of five? <clears throat> okay, out of five. Well, if it, can we do it relative to the G? Wow, that's hello turf, like, Joe. I, exactly. So if the G is a five, and like, I don't believe it to be. Okay. Well, but you can say, say if it if it were a five, then I'd give it a three, maybe a three point five. That's okay. pretty good. And how could it get up to those lofty fives of the G? More employees. Like the drinks line was massive. It took ages to get a drink. You're I always missed, like, drinking, 10 Joe. In the second quarter. No, I'm not. I never drink anymore, man. Um, I'm squeaky clean, and you try to paint me as this drug addict. <laughs> Every time we go to the MCG, you're forcing drinks down us. Joe, did I tell you yeah, my... because I never get to see my mates, and I want to have a good time. Yeah, but Joe, mates. I'm never allowed to drink again, did I tell you? No. Because my liver's scarred and inflamed, so I'm not allowed to drink alcohol ever again. Welcome to the footy <laughs> with Broden Kelly, a footy <laughs> podcast. This is where me and Joe catch up. <laughs> Yeah, you sounds can't. like it sounds like you need to tell your liver who's boss, not the other way around. <laughs> now, nah, we don't advise that on the footy with Brian Kelly. We advise listening to your medical uh, experts. Yes, Joe, it's so good to hear you have such a great time at the footy. Thanks for talking to us about about the Blues and the Giants and the Swans and the Saints. Uh, Absolutely. You asked, you wanted to plug your show. When's it on? Where can people get tickets? I um, I don't know where you get tickets, but it's on from. 26th of August, the dismissal, Seymour Centre, Sydney. Seymour Centre. Yeah, from Lewisham Horrors. All right. um, See you, Joe. See you, guys. Yeah, now what a lovely chat with Joe. Mm. Um, Another question about what I'd like this podcast to be is a way to talk with mates and friends and football's the starting point for fun, interesting conversations because that's what I think sport does best, right? Mm. Is it allows you to start friendships with people you wouldn't have otherwise be mates with. Sure. So, like, there's comedians who I know who are D's fans and so I'm mates with them, but we've never... I'm just mates with them purely because we're in Melbourne. Sure, yeah. Or, like, um, 
you know, you, you can talk. F- footy's, the, footy's the joining thing. 100%. I think that's why me and Joe got into football, I think. Just I mean, to be mates. Well, no, no, not with each other, but for different social situations. Yes, know? yeah. And then it's once you have that kind of... It's like a scout badge. Once you have that, it yeah. opens up so many other doors. It for, does. For, so I wanted to, th- tr- I wanted to try and categorize as many as possible mm. friendships that start from footy. Sure. So work. Yeah. Work is a place where you wouldn't have friends. There, everyone's different ages and stuff. I would say friendships can start through footy chat at work. Totally. Where else? I, I'm not sure I understand the question fully, so maybe go once more. I was thinking like I have friends purely because of Supercoach. Is that what you're talking yes, about? Yes, yes, great. Yeah, so yeah. through Supercoach? Through Supercoach, I literally have mates that I talk to and I catch up with purely because of Supercoach. I like them and we talk about other stuff, but if Supercoach didn't exist? I would say in-laws. So father-in-laws, yeah, yeah. mother-in-laws. Yeah, that's a big one. I would say, and this may be genderist. Mm-hmm. Is that a word? Yeah, it is now. Um... Girl, your friends who are girls, they're boyfriends. Yes, 100%. Yes. It's a thing to talk about to your friends who are girls, boyfriends. Yeah, and and you know what? While we're here, gaming does the same thing occasionally. Gaming? Yeah, well, no, gaming is a sport in my brain. Oh, true. The categorizing is that. An e-sport. Yes. Mm. Uh, Another friendship, even for a fleeting moment, is... um, Walking past a TV somewhere, yeah, <laughs> and being able to turn to someone and say, "How about yep, that?" Yeah, that's good. Someone on the train, train friends, yeah, train friends are yeah. footy friends. Yes, um, I said work friends. Are there any other kind of friends category that you can start from sport? I'm not sure. I think that might be it. Reddit friends. Reddit friends, sure. And that can be any anything. Overseas friends. Yeah, go on. You go to watch the footy at a pub in London? Yes. Oh, there's some other Aussies here. Yes, overseas friends. Yeah. Bar friends. Barley friends. Bar friends, yeah. Bar friends. We made friends with a couple of people when we used to go to the pub to watch the Philly 76ers in the morning. Yes. Occasionally, there'd be some other people there to watch the basketball. Yes, yes. Um, I would say um, friends Mm. who you used to see a lot and now you don't anymore. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Oh, 100%. So, like, you used to, you, a guy you went to school with, you had school in common. Hate that teacher, like that teacher, English. Yeah. We're in the same uh, school band. None of that anymore. But now, that person is now a, um, a mulcher. Mm. They mulch for a living. Mm. And uh, you are a um, an arborist. Nothing you guys can talk about. Footy. You can talk about it. Yeah, even, like, as a deterrent. Go on. So, you don't really want to talk to a real estate agent about anything. No. Because they're kings. Yeah. Talk to them about footy because at least you can talk to real estate agents about footy. That's a very good point. Mm. A very good point. What would you categorize a real estate agent as? A king. Well, I've had inspections at rental properties and then they go, oh, you go for the D's because they've got something on. Right, sure. And they go, oh, yeah. It's a, you know. I would say I use it as a weapon. To kill? No, to deter conversations I don't want to have. Yeah. It's a, it's a very common thing, and I think people struggle with it and they don't like sport, is the uh, who do you follow? Yes. Which is fine. People feel uh, people sometimes feel um, alienated by that. Or, yeah, sure. Or uh, what's the word? Um, not persecuted, but, you know, or whatever. 
it's just a it's just a thing to pull, mm-hmm. and it's a high efficiency weapon. Yeah, totally. As you're in a conversation, someone go, uh, especially Melbourne. Who Melbourne. do you follow? Yes, and then you've got that. Yeah, especially in Melbourne. It's a great weapon to have, even if you don't like sport that yeah. much. Yeah, 100%. because then you don't have to talk about footy all night. Yes, it's just a starting ten minutes. Hundred percent. But then I think when you talk about something like that you have in common, whether it's the D's or just sport in general, or whatever. It changes the way you look at a person very quickly because it starts from going, oh, I don't have anything in common with this person to all all of a sudden having a a mutual connecting point. It's a very cool thing. And then you're all of a sudden looking at a person. I've I've been to a few dinners and stuff around footy and then with Demons fans. And I I went to one with the man who owns Mario's, this famous old Italian restaurant on Brunswick Brunswick Street. Mm -hmm. And he's like 50. And I'm not that, and we have nothing in common. I sat next to him, talked about the footy all night. Yeah, I love that. That's 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 a cool thing. Yeah, 100%. that's a cool thing. That's just the thought. If you have more, send them through. Yeah, and I want to hear about some of the cool stories you've started with people purely on that connection, particularly to like same team. Yeah. You won't have it unless you meet um, who's the surfer. <laughs> Kelly Mick Slater. Fanning. Mick Fanning. If you meet Mick Fanning, you'll be best friends. I've never met a Gold Coast supporter except for. The guy who wrote a song, but he really barracked for Hawthorne. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want people to send in their coolest stories that have started through footy. Yeah. And we'll read them out. The next game, hit that sting. We're going to get back our mate, uh, Joe, forgot his name for a second, yeah. to talk about the Counting Blues. Hello. Joe, hi. It's Broden Kelly from the footy with Broden Kelly. Oh, Broden. Bit of a thrill for Broden. you, mate. Yeah. Joe. Yeah. We wanted to talk to you. We're talking about the Carlton Saints game. How much were you down by in that first quarter? First quarter? Uh, first quarter wasn't so bad, but the first half, we were down by 22 by the end of the half. Wow. 44 to 22. You stayed with them? Yeah. Well, not at all. We and- were one point behind at the end of the first quarter, I think, and then... Okay, so you said, okay, all right, mm. stayed more with them. Sorry for so sorry. Um, That's okay. Now, when did you vomit? Uh, third quarter, pretty early on, um, when it when it looked like we weren't going to uh, seize momentum back. I um I had a coughing fit, and that resulted in me vomiting. Are you still smoking a lot of weed, Joe? <laughs> no, Tom. I haven't haven't done that in a very long time. That's good. Okay, I'm I'm proud of you. Is that to do with the vomiting, Tom? Or oh, yeah, I thought maybe if he's having a coughing fit, maybe he'd had some weed. He's got a weekend off after all. Yeah, no, no, only one day off at the minute. But um, but you had yesterday yeah. off too. What? You had yesterday oh, off. I've, no, I finished early yesterday. Oh, Joe, okay. top five players for Carlton today. Bit of a weird one. I'd, I'd put Nick Newman right at the top. He was amazing. Yes. Um, we know you're best friends with Nick Newman. Yeah, you met him. He yeah. came to see you in a show. Yeah, Kinky Boots. Um, it was a real thrill. But he was still playing for the Swans back then. Right. Um, you played a homophobe in that. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Don the homophobe, I think his name was. But then at the end, he yeah. wears the boots. He yeah, wears the so kinky. He wears the titular the titular kinky boots. <laughs> <laughs> and it does, and he and he, he and does. he learns. Now, Nick Newman, and you've got four more. I'd say Zach Fisher was actually pivotal today. Without uh, the qualifier, Paddy. Joe, we don't need to hear actually. All right, 
No, no need to gaslight. Um, <laughs> He's going, yeah. <laughs> um, I definitely say Doc. Doherty was hugely influential. Yeah, yeah. Zach Fish and Newman. Um, Weedering is just pivotal. Well, like, I think you're overlooking Motlop and Martin. IMO. Yeah, I think they had really pivotal moments. I, I don't think they were the most crucial today. Mm. I think they were pretty pivotal. Um, yeah, I'd say they had really pivotal moments, yeah. But then I'd say Blake Akers, two goals, really... He was pivotal. Really big moments. Um, pivotal. So, yeah, that'd be my five. He's been a handy pickup, wouldn't you say? It was Saints Huge. to Frio to back to come. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, Blake is... I don't remember him at Frio, but, yeah, I remember him at Don't make it up. Guys, this isn't footy grid. <laughs> um, Joe... Yeah. So, yes. how do you feel about your season now? Are you going to, if you, 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 you're pressed right now, mm. is the Carlton mm. Blues going to break the drought and play in the 2023 AFL Toyota Premiership Finals uh, playoffs finals? <laughs> uh, it's, it's still, honestly, I don't think my butthole will unclench. I think it'll come down to me? the last game. My butthole's going to be clenched for the rest of the season. Oh, like, great. Well, that could be very healthy, Joe. I'm probably not going to do poos for you, the next four weeks. You know what would help with that, Joe? What? Metamucil. I was thinking you order a bit of curry tonight. Uh, have you got dinner planned? Um, gonna have a, I'm going to have a nice bowl of soup tonight. Oh, I think. respect that. Now, Joe, tell us about you've moved away from 9-11 mm. but to another very important historical event, potentially the 9-11 of Australia. What's your mm. show about now? It's called The Dismissal. It's about uh, Gough Whitlam and uh, his, uh, you know, era of politics, which mm. was the first time our democracy had been questioned, as and, it were. And this is the first time it's been committed to musical, yes? Yeah, I, I would think so, yeah. Joe, um, yeah. just another quick question. Um, do you only do non-fiction musicals? What, what do you mean? Well, 9-11 happened. Mm. I don't think Kinky Boots was particularly. Yeah, that's a true story. I don't think Priscilla was. Jersey Boys? Particularly... Priscilla was also. Yeah, I mean, that story. was. You're right. The Jersey Boys, yes. I don't think Shrek was particularly. Shrek. Nonfiction. Um, <laughs> up for debate, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was based on a real movie, I guess. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. oh, so is Kinky Boots in that way. So. Yeah. Yeah, they're based yeah, on real movies. It's nonfiction. Yeah, I mean. I only do nonfiction then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It um, means more. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, we're gonna go. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, but um, you say go. Best for next week. Say go blues. Go blues. Good lad. Mm. Healthy lad. Yeah. And then while we've been sitting here, the next game. Yeah. We watched the end of the Free Alliance game, which was tight. Mm. Very tight. My initial thoughts. Mm -hmm. Lions should have won by a lot. Yes. But Freo have just found this weird patch of form. Occasionally. Well, they won last week, didn't they? Yes. In the, at the Cattery against the Cats or was yes. that the week before? Yes, that was last week. But then at the and then they lose at home all the time. Yeah. No, I'm, I mean just particularly in the last like two weeks, they've just found this amazing form. So it ended up being a two-point win and... Just to almost, Frederick had this gun snap for Frio mm. and it looked like they were going to have a shot at coming back, but they, uh, Lions did literally just enough. Yeah. 
Sarong had 35 disposals. Brace Road 29, as did Young. Lockie Neal 25. The Lions in the mid in the mid 20s, all their highest disposal getters. Stewart for Frio three goals. For all the metrics, like Frio led and looked like they should have won the game. Yeah. Charlie Cameron two goals two. Joey Danaher two goals. Gunston two goals. Um, look, it looked like a tight tussle, and Frio would be brutally upset about. Yes, that. I think that's the best Luke Jackson game I've seen. Yes. What were his stats? I um, didn't watch the first half, but I was watching the halftime. You know how they do like the halftime thing? Yeah, and his highlights. His and they showed like seven taps and they were gorgeous there. Some of the, that would be like a career highlights package for some Ruckman. 44 hit outs, yep. 24 disposals, one goal, two. Could add three. He had 174 super coach points. I think a lot of those possessions were contested, Brent. Um, and it just goes to show that they need to let Darcy go. If he wants to go... Back to Melbourne. I think that's the rumours, isn't it? To Geelong, perhaps? Yes. I think, obviously, Luke Jackson playing as a forward is not working. We discussed this earlier in I the don't pod. Know, I don't know. Sorry, just to correct. I don't yeah. know if he wants to go home, but there are offers for him to Oh, okay. I thought he was particularly the wanting big, to get out. Yeah. Reportedly a big offer from Geelong. Yes. Which is where he's from. Yes. But I think if there's good a good trade package that comes back, then maybe Freer needs to bite the bullet. Or maybe that was part of getting Luke Jackson was because they knew they would lose him. Because clearly, he needs to be the number one ruck somewhere, Luke Jackson, because that was just gorgeous. He took it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, under Gorn in his first two years, nice as a backup. Mm. He's getting to the point now where he's the his third year in yeah. and he probably needs to be in the middle more. Like, I, I know Supercoach means nothing, really, and I, I believe that. It's reflective. 174 points is like better than 99% of players ever have in their careers. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like that is a virtuosic performance. And that is the sort of performance that if Max Gorn scores that sort of number, he usually changes the game. Yeah. And that just shows that maybe they were so in it today because of Luke Jackson. Well, it says to me that they should have won. Yes. Now the Lions, right? Mm. They won away from home, which is a big thing for them. <laughs> it is. If they can figure out how to do this <laughs> regularly, yeah. then they can win the flag. Yeah. Um, this is the best they've looked in years, mm. but I'm not scared of them. No, I'm not either. Although, as a Melbourne fan, you should be, but yes, I wouldn't be either. <sighs> no, they're, they're good. Fagan looked absolutely wrapped after that one. Yeah. Um, you need that. Mm. Tom, we need to check in about songs. Sure. We've gone off the off the boil a bit with songs, haven't we? Yeah, we did, yeah. Guilty. Yeah, as charged. Yeah. We're going to do the KO remix. Yep. I just want to think of what... Let's make a short list of songs we should remix. So we've got the KO one we're going to do. Sure. The Tassie one seems to have gone off the boil. Well, I just think that perhaps <laughs> we should do a version. Like, just you come to the studio one day. Yep. We knock it on the head, we release it. Yep. You know, a few, with a few fun memes that, to go along. We have to do a, a uh, oh, there was some great feedback to the We Love Football Rap with Fox Footy theme. Oh, we've sure, got, sure. Got to finish sure. that. Yeah, sure. I, I think we need to do a remix of the NAB song, of the NAB ad. Oh, right. Okay. I've just decided that. Yeah. Mate, just for me to listen yeah, to Yeah, sure. It, I mean, that's going to hurt you, but So, sure. uh, well, you have had your eye on that high street space for a while kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And then other ideas, you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. So, we just need to get back on it. I want to hear from people what songs they want and need and, hear, and, we'll, and we'll get on them. Yeah. Um, I've got a great idea for the KO waiting music. I just need to download it. <laughs> How do you download it? So I don't want to pay the $1,200 pounds. I don't want to pay the $1,200 pounds to download it. So I'm going to have to legally rip it somehow. Dollar pounds. Yeah. Hit that sting. 
This was a sad one, Tom, but the Sunnies uh, played well but just couldn't keep up with the Adelaide Crows. Correct. Um, Crows at home. Mm. Had a bit of the uh, affirmation from the old uh, the old blokes in green, if I can if I can speak so candidly. Tex played excellently. As well. Tex on fire, bloody. How many times did we hit Tex on fire? Two goals. He hit two. Jordan Dawson, 23 and 1. What else have we got here? Matt Crouch, 31. Mm. And Hinge, 31. Mm. Um, just couldn't get it going. I think Stephen King potentially got a bit out coached. There was a period there where Adelaide were getting breaks where they were the four, or they had four or five ahead of goal yeah. and no Suns to yeah. be seen. I, I don't like poo pooing on the Suns. I do it every week. But there was also points in that game where I was watching on the TV when it, it, it zoomed out. And we had a lot of sons walking, sadly. Well, I'd like to point out, well, maybe they just cooked. Yeah, because I also, think they might be. At this point of year, I think we start to, this is just my opinion, I think we start to realise the what, what Gatheround's done. Mm. And I'd like to blame Gatheround for this uh, yeah. Adelaide Crows. And sons had to go back there. It's a long flight. I just blame Gatheround, yeah. if I'm being honest. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it was, I don't think they were disgraceful or they lacked effort or anything, but I think they're cooked for the year. You've heard me say that I like the Crows, yeah? Yeah. I like. I'm a. I'm a Crows. I think Matthew Nix is a gun. They've got the best fitness coach, Darren Burgess. I quite they're like doing. Him. They're doing fantastically, right? Mm. I have a prediction. Yeah. Do you want me to predict the Adelaide Crows' future? Sure. Here's what I think the Adelaide Crows' um, next three years looks like. Three years, all right. Next year they get into the finals. Yeah. And I they they don't win the grand final, but they, they're in there. They might win one, but they don't. I don't know. Okay. I can't. I don't have that kind of uh, detail, right? I think they probably make like seventh and lose round one. They make it in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Tex plays well. Rory Sloan plays well. Mm. A few others play well. And then I think, I don't know if Rory Sloan and Walker retire. I, I think they'd have to. Or if, I don't know if they play on or not. But the next year, they their older brigade drop off dramatically, whether they retire or then playing, they don't, they're, they're gone. Are you talking the Sloans and that, or are you talking yeah. the next rung down? And a few down below as well. Because well, I think like Dawson and, and Laird Dawson. and that are, are in, like, are they going to be coming into peak at that point, hopefully? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm talking more people like um, Matt Crouch will be 30, I think. Yeah. Things like that. Like, yeah. I think... Um, my prediction is that their top tier team who is still helping their young brigade a lot are going to drop off mm-hmm. and there's going to be too big a disparity from their old players and their exciting young players. For sure. And I think Adelaide Crows are going to drop off again mm-hmm. and not play the finals in 2025. Yeah. And then I think Matthew Nix will get the sack. Really? Wow. This is my prediction. Yeah. And then it's all a weird position. Right. It's an almost. I think there's, their list is just a bit sporadic in yeah. age their age demographic is yeah. a bit strange they still rely on Tex Walker so much yeah they do but I don't know I feel like it's a I mean I'm not bullish on him or anything but I, I feel like it's a little bit of what you were saying with Buddy though yeah I think Fogarty and that would probably be a lot better if Walker wasn't playing do you know what I mean yeah well, and you've still got Rochelle Rankin he yeah kicked, how many he kicked 10 last week yeah I mean he's insanely good but I'm just saying I think they actually have the list to fill the gaps. That's all I'm suggesting. Maybe. Perhaps. Maybe. Perhaps. I think there's a bit of a disparity. Not a, There's a bit of a, a huge cadence between young and old at Adelaide, more so than other clubs. Yeah, you would, you ideally, you want your older brigade to be about two years younger, I think. I think 
if Fogarty, who kicked three two on the weekend, mm. Phil Thorpe, mm. Rankin, Rochelle can get it all going, yes, then it's okay. That five need to become consistent. Though. Yeah, totally, and no. they're not. And, and I just wonder if it is because Texas is down there. Like, why wouldn't you kick it to Texas? Interesting. That's just my prediction. Yeah, I like it. Show me over to the Tigers' dogs. Officially, McWalter's done. Yeah, has to be. He needed. The, the interim coach of um, Richmond, mm. he needed them to be playing finals to be considered for this coaching right, job, okay. I think. All right. I think, well, he, I think the players like him a lot, mm. but I think he's, he's, he is, I reckon, a $40 chance to coach Richmond now. I just thought that they had waved the flag and I thought maybe that was because they knew he was staying. No. I don't understand why they not. rested Dusty and Koch in the same week and... I just don't know. I didn't understand what they were doing. I still don't. I don't think it was a resting. I think it was they were injured. Like, and they've just said resting and like they're. Oh, right. They were a bit tight. So, they were a yeah, bit yeah. too tight to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Um, who coaches Richmond then? Right? If you believe my. Uh, if you believe my position that McWalter's not going to get the gig now, he hasn't yeah. won enough. Yeah. Who do you think gets the gig? Who's out there? Do I mean, they get yeah, a new who coach? have we got left? It's going to just have to be a new coach who's the best new coach. Yeah. Or, or Buckley. Buckley would be perfect there if he wants to coach again. I think he's done, man. I he's think doing he doing sketch comedy too. and stuff. Yeah. Um, but so did Ross a bit. No, he was more like the statistic guy on the media. He did Triple M funny jokes, but yeah. he, like Nathan Buckley does sketch comedy. No, no, I'm, I'm with you. I just think maybe Buckley's done, but I just think if he wanted it, he could still be very good. That's here's, just my opinion. Here's, okay, and, and I've genuinely not heard this from anywhere, right? Yeah. Here's, I reckon, should be the who should coach next year. Justin Lepich. Yeah. I think Justin Lepich is the perfect person for Richmond. Yeah. One, he's coached before, he's got a good experience, and he wasn't that, it was just, a, it was Brisbane in a very weird time. Yeah. Two, Collingwood. Yeah. <laughs> Say no more. Three, has coached at Richmond. Yes. Premierships yeah. at Richmond. Assistant coaching at mm. Richmond. I think he'd be perfect. Didn't he say that he didn't want it? I, or is that just... Uh, yeah, I could be completely wrong. When Maybe when he's back in the media, but he's back into coaching now. Yeah, right. I so think, yeah, he, I think he'd love the opportunity to go again. To yeah, him. I mean, it, just because he said something doesn't mean that's the case either. I know nothing about anything. Mm -hmm. I think he would be... The, I think he'd be incredible. I think he'd be perfect. Yeah, I mean, I used to listen to him on SCN, and I loved what he was saying. Yep, and look at that. Look at look at look at look at the make boys. Yeah, very good. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Just very quietly as well. Dogs in ripe old position, and Tom Liberatore having the the his career best season all of a sudden. And Bont as well. To and, be Bont, yeah. and Bont. Um, and Bont. And English, like and three English. very key pillars. So what are they sitting? They're sitting fifth at the moment. Yeah, and Jamar is having his best season, but he's still super young. Like, there's a lot of players on that Six. team who are still playing their best footy, you know? Like, really. Look at that. Carlton fifth. Yeah, isn't it? Who would have thought? And Not I. I thought they'd never win again. And they've won again. Yeah. And Saints lost. Yes. You were right about that. I was right. Western Bulldogs, though. Mm -hmm. They're just sitting there quietly, just doing their, doing their thing. Do not write them off, my friend. They like where they're sitting right now. At sixth. Do not write them off. Do not mm -hmm. write them off. Um, hey, that's all the games of the week. Oh, wow. What? 
I'm pretty sure. Yeah, well, I don't know. Just, I'm just giving <laughs> I you. I saw the look just in your doing eye. color. I thought you were genuinely like, oh, what? I want more. And no, then I'm I looked in your eyes. I looked in your eyes and I saw the fatigue. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I think he was joking. Yeah. Um, but just because we were done with the games doesn't mean we we're done with the malakas. No. Hit it. You got some good malakas this week, Tom? I got a few. There's, that's the thing about footy goes up and down, but the malakas are always there. All right, here's the first one. Yes. McDonald's. The, the company? McDonald's the company. I know them from the film The Founder. Talk to me about The Founder. Now, one of the key things about The Founder is they talk about balance and consistency. And that's one of my favorite things about McDonald's is that when you go there, they have the exact right squirt of mustard at every store all around, right? Mm. Would you agree with that? That's the thing yes, they're no, known no. for, right? It's, they are criminally militant with yes. exactly how things are. And they really care about the balance of flavors and burgers. Right? Low ceiling, high bottom, yeah. I would say McDonald's. Do you know what throws the effing balance out of a burger? Sauce. Throw in a huge slab of cheese in there, mate. What are you talking? Did you try a burger? From- I'm not trying it, mate. Oh, you're talking. He's talking, folks. He's talking McDonald's for a limited time only is doing these fried cheese patties. Yeah. In the burgers. So you can get like a McChicken with a, like a big halloumi or not halloumi, but like a big cheese. Just a big thing of melted a, cheese. A crumbed, crumbed cheese. Crumbed though. melted cheese. And I'm putting it out there to all our listeners. I'm going to try it. More cheese does not equal good. This is a fallacy you guys have in your head. Balance is the key. To excellence. Okay. That's Not your... adding cheese to everything. All right. That's your first malacca, Tom. And I'm, and look, I can. that's the most passion I've ever felt out of you. Like, I thought you were passionate about the concussions yeah. in the game yeah. and, you know, uh, you know, brain injuries, mm. but you're more passionate about the cheese thing. I'm not trying it. I refuse. I hope you try it, though. I think I'll have to try. I it think now. you'll find that it will be unbalanced and too much cheese. That's I, what think I think I, I, your 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 position is clear. Speaking yeah. of which, have you seen the uh, Domino's mac and cheese pizzas? No, I'm into that. <laughs> that sounds sick. Well, it's a lot of cheese, Tom. Yeah, no, but on a pizza, it has its place. I don't like the double carb. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah, yeah pasta on a pizza. Exactly right. Pasta on a pizza. My next one, um, and this is a controversial one. I, I don't think people will like this. I, for the first time on the weekend, saw why we had the descent rule. I don't know if you saw this, Brayton. What happened? They, it's gone out the window. They don't do it anymore. No. Right? It's not a thing. Tom Green, who I love. I think he's like one of yeah. my... He's one of our top 10 favorite players at the moment. I love him. Love watching him play. He got called for a free kick. Have you seen Subway Monkey Hour? No. What's that? Tom Green made it. Oh, right. You do this bit to me and I don't know Tom Green very well. Yeah, go on. Yeah. He turned to the umpire and the camera was on him and he said, what the fuck was that for? <laughs> <laughs> to the umpire? And he was so angry and he was looking direct at the umpire and the camera was right on him. And I was like, I was quite jarred by it. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Is what I think he said. Yeah. And I was like, all oh, right, that's going to be called dissent because that's why the dissent rule is there because that's not a good look for our children. That's not a good look for the game. For? And um, they didn't call it because they don't call it anymore. I was just like... You don't know for sure he said that, though. No, but he definitely... Uh, it was, I'll see if I can find it. I'll send it to you. And if what our audience can that find for it. C- he definitely said, what the fuck? So, who, you, Tom Green, you're giving him a like? No, I just think that, like, we we brought in this rule. Yep. We over-policed it. Yep. And then now it's gotten to a place where it's like, that's when you actually should call it. Yeah. And they're not calling it. You know yeah, what I mean? No. I'd like to see... One every now and then that sends a message like, hey, don't do that. I wonder what AFL 
umpires think of the descent rule because it's been put on them because it's like a we want we have a shortage of AFL umpires wanting to yeah. umpire. Uh, yeah. I'm, so we need to make it a nicer job for them. Yeah. But I wonder what the ones actually umpiring it think. I think a lot of them are thick-skinned. But, like, for me, it's about... I feel like any time that they're, they have to give... Any call where they have to give their opinion... Yeah. I think would suck. Yeah, no, totally. And if you can't say, yep, he touched it, that's a point. Yeah. If it's, I think... I feel like that was a point. Yeah. That'd be the worst. As like, I only reffed a little bit when I was, when I was 18 mm. and from like 15 to 18. But anytime it was like a dis- opinion, I hated. Yeah, sure. Texts and, you know, unsportsman likes and shit like that. It makes your life so much harder. 100%. I just think that like, it, it's when you become a father, Broden, and you'll get there one day. <laughs> but <laughs> when you become a father, I think you, I start to realize that the single most important thing to the AFL, genuinely, is family-friendly. All oh, right, yeah. Being family-friendly. Yeah, yeah. Um, grassroots is so important. And as it stands, my wife won't let our son play footy because of concussion and stuff. Yeah, but just lie to her <laughs> and just take It'll him be out. Right. But do you know what I mean? Like, And I think that's grassroots is so important to, to the AFL. And I think a family-friendly brand is so important. 100%. So let's not have any swearing or putting down of umpires. Good call. I'm going to beep all them C words. Yeah. Um, Essendon gets the Malacca because who the F are you? Why? Well, who are you? Oh, yeah. Well, they're a developing team, Tom, with a brand new coach. They're rubbish, mate. Nah, they'll be right. Get they've got, they've, they're on the Zach Bailey train, <laughs> aka Zach Merritt, and they're going to be fine, just I'm a, fine. I'm a big fan of We uh, can ask Zach uh, Marns with Yarns and Marnie on uh, this week. Yeah. We'll see what she reckons. So, see what she reckons. I put down Max for Mozzing Petty. Max for Mozzing Petty. Yeah. That's a nice vocal warm-up for a yeah, drama show. Do that 10 times quickly. Max for Mozzing Petty. Yeah. Max for Mozzing Petty. So, Petty Kick 2. and Our I, friend Max. Yeah, our friend Max, who famously He goes said, for Richmond. What, what did he say, bro? He, he said, said last week, he said, because he was upset that Melbourne beat Richmond, he said, if if Petty ever kicks more than two goals ever again, yeah. and that like, woe was me, Richmond, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if Rich, if Petty ever kicks two goals again, I'll eat a hat. Yeah. And then he kicked two goals today and then did his ankle. Yeah. And, and Max did it. Max did it. I think Max weaved his magic, put the moz on Petty. He used his Greek powers. Yeah, his Greek Pantheon yeah. sort of powers. Pantheon powers. So Max, don't do that, mate. Yeah, don't do that, Max. I've given Port Adelaide a Malacca. Because you've really let me down, guys. 4-0 or the concussion? Yeah, no, four, no, <laughs> past the concussion. Okay, right. Just the 4-0, I was a believer. Now I'm sad about it. Yeah, hey, hey, don't stop believing, Journey. Yeah, true. Uh, great. I'm oh. going to give it. To, oh, is there yeah, more? No, oh, I had some lackeys. I'm no, going to give it to Maccas. Yeah, great. Just because you know, a bit of fun. <laughs> I'm going to eat it though. It's your malaka, not mine. But <laughs> exactly. You are the most. I would. Be, it would be wrong for you to not express that much passion. Yeah. And for then to not, you know, to Do, give yeah. it a malaka. No, true. But I'm keen for some lackeys. All right, so I got three here. Mm-hmm. The first one's a bit of a almost a public apology. Mm. So I think after Kyle Langford played. The Suns and kicked four. Mm. I think I may have said something along the lines of, geez, you know you're going bad when Kyle Langford kicks four on you. And then what did people have to say to that? Nothing. Like they all thought that was fine. He's just having a, a, a career defining no. season. He's their best forward. Yeah. And it's just like awesome. And I was never a hater of him. I just didn't think he was a five goal, four goal a game player. No, clearly, Brad Scott. And him like each other and resonate with one yeah, another. Yeah, and I just think that's sick that like a yep. player who I thought was whatever is now having a no good a superstar season. Good suva. Um, I put the Hawks down. 
Oh, going to be hard to beat him for me. I, I agree. That was beautiful. Do you know, I don't go for Hawthorne. At points, I've hated Hawthorne. Yeah, of course. Um, I watched the replay. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Wow. I'm They're awesome. Myself. Awesome to watch. Yeah. So cool. Um, and then I had the doggies for just being ripe. Ripe at the right time of the year. Yeah, I'm going to give it to Hawthorne. Yeah. I think they were the best. Yeah. What's your headline? Headlines? Number one headline. So we read out predict projected headlines that we think are going to happen this week in the media. Yeah. Just by predicting and watching this shit every week. And, yes. Uh, how did we go last week? I don't. I don't think many that we did last week resonated. No, to be no, honest, no, because of the Buddy Franklin stuff. I think. Cook yeah, us a bit yeah, and, yeah, yeah, totally. All right. What's your? So the first one is very, very likely. What's definitely going to happen? Premiership race wide open. Yes. No. That's yes. Absolutely. And I genuinely believe it, and I think it's exciting. Yes, very much so. Mine is Kane Corns will say that Port is fine. <laughs> I promise you. Yeah, what's the headline? Just literally, Port is fine? Well, no, he, ne- he never says it in a headline, but someone picks it and says, Kane believes that they can fix their problems. Yeah, totally. Stay the course or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. What's your maybe going to happen? Swans could still make an impact in September. Yeah. They're four on the trot. They will make the eight if they keep winning like this. I mean, takes like this, I think, are 50% less likely because Sydney happened to be from not in Victoria. Yeah. So people don't give a shit about writing about them. Yeah. Because it is, gets less clicks. I think they could claim a scalp burden. Yeah, no. I, I, think they're, I think they've got a very good chance and this could be talked about. Yeah. My one was, um, this is a great time for Collingwood to have a loss. <laughs> they can learn more from a loss. that's 100%. Learn more from a loss. <laughs> Get yeah. your stuff sorted. Yeah. Um, and you're very unlikely. Okay, North Melbourne fans, block your ears. Goldstein should have gone to the Cats. Yeah, 100% he should have. And like, he was so good today. I think Maxi got him in the end. As but always. At, at halftime, for Ruck Round, they were yeah. the one and two ranked players on the ground. Goldie's yeah. just magnificent, awesome career. I think... I used to have him in Supercoach every year. I've just loved him and I just wish he had a got a premiership. He's a weird fella. Yeah? He's a weird fellow. If you ever hear him talk, he's just no. like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if he's that ambitious. Right. You know I mean? he's, he's, a, he's a great player. He's an all-Australian ruckman. But like, you know, usually when someone isn't the all-Australian anymore, they kind of, something happens. They either retire or they yeah. go to another team or they, I don't know. He was just really good. He's like, okay. Anymore. And he still plays. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, just, I would have loved to have seen him at, at Geelong and won a premiership, I think. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Mine, very unlikely, um, but, you know, could happen is um, a call uh, to mass harvest stem cells um, to put into Nick Dacos's uh, knee. Um, yeah. That's funny because we got a funny email about that that almost made the mailbag last week where someone was like, do you think with like AI and stem cell and everything, we could have a team of all Dacos's within, <laughs> within like 20 years? Someone will do it. Someone will, they'll be looking into it. Yeah. Wire will be looking into it. Um, hey, this is... Tell me, just say no to this. Sure. I feel like doing footy grid sure. very quickly. Shall we do footy grid? Yeah, sure. Um, you don't have to keep... Let's give our song recommendations. My song recommendation for mm-hmm. this week is just go listen to Fatboy Slim. Yeah. I just listened to Fatboy Slim today at the gym. He's the best. That one album is yes. one of the greatest albums of all time. Yeah. But he recently had a good song as well, like 10 years ago. Yeah. What was it? The Rave one. I don't know. Yeah, he, he's great. Just chuck on Spotify and chuck on This Is Fatboy Slim. Yeah. Right here, right now. Praise you. Oh, my God. I yeah. love him. And after you do that... What's your recommendation? You're going to go listen to Golden Vessel. Now, Golden Vessel is 
underrated. A very accomplished artist. A lot of you guys will know Golden Vessel, but criminally underrated. Go listen to Hesitate, Shoulders, Moonstone. Producer from Brisbane, does a lot of work with Maul Rat. Golden. Golden Vessel. Um, A producer's producer, I think. It does lovely melodic stuff, very vocal heavy, but his drums like slap. I think, you know Hesitate? Such a, this is one of my favorite songs of all time. I love this song. I'll give it a little heart. Yeah, I think you would like Golden Vessel, Broden, for like the more chill out times in your life, you know? Yeah, dope. Yeah. Love that. All right, give it. Give Golden Vessel a listen. And then we're just going to close out by playing Sunday, the 6th of August's Footy Grid. Okay, so top left corner yeah. is a player that's played for GWS in Melbourne. Sure. Can give you heaps. Tom Bug, I reckon. Tom Bug, that'll be very rare. I was going to say Jesse Hogan, but Tom Bug will be very rare. And it's rare. spelt weird. T-O-M-B-U-G-G. B-U-double-G? Oh, he's not coming up. No, he's not. Is it Thomas? Uh, Thomas Bug, without an H. Oh, my God. What? Thomas Bug. That was 17%, yeah, so, so not, not even that, that good. good. Oh, my no, God. And there would have been better ones. Yeah. There would have been better. Okay, the one to the middle top. Middle top. Is Fremantle and GWS. So, we've done this on this podcast before, but Reese Palmer. Reese Palmer. That'll be rare. Obviously, Jesse Hogan but again I don't think, is the one that I don't think that many people have done both. Oh, you could do Lob if you wanted. Oh, Reese Palmer we've got a gold for. Great. Right. What percentage? Uh, 10.8 So that's pretty good Love that Tall than 195 For the Giants So we can go Mumford Why don't we go Israel Folau how, No one how, would guess how that How tall was he Well he was big wasn't he Oh it's scary I, I, This stuff gives me anxiety man Because I don't want to 195 is not that tall Like we're both taller than No we're not I was thinking 185 Broden We are I'm like 189 I think Yeah no I'm, so 180, nah, I'm, I'm 185 sure. So I'm not sure. there's no way Um Look, I, I cheated. Yeah. I looked up. He's 194. Oh. So you almost fucked us. Almost effed us. And he's not a cool person anyway. So fuck Yeah. Him. <laughs> fuck him. Yeah, there should be a graph. Monster. Um, oh. um, monster for religious reasons. So um, Mumford is the obvious one. Surely. Lob. Hey, there's a... In Supercoach this year. Yes. Um, I have got a backup Ruckman. Yeah. As like a loophole, bro. Okay. Let's go that person. Who is it? It is... N Madden. You don't know his last name. No, that's his last name. Madden. But what N what? N is their first name. E N? No, N. I don't know their first name is the joke here. Oh right. Oh, is it M? No. There's I'm looking up Madden on mine. I can't oh, there's James Madden. Is that a GWS player? But it says he's played till twenty twenty three, like he retired. Um this has not gone as well as You I can go home if you want. Um, you don't have to listen anymore. It says N Madden. Maybe he has to have played Nicholas a game. Nicholas Madden. Maybe he has to have played a game too. How do you spell Madden? M-A-D-D-E-N, I think. Are you sure? Yes. Okay, th- th- we've learned something new about um, Footy Grid. They need to have played a game. What about Pruce? Oh, that'd be, that'd be rareish. Yeah, let's do Pruce. Braden Pruce. Bruce. 6.7, we got a silver. That's hey, look, great. It says he's retired. Has he retired? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. No, I don't believe... No, because they, they've got this guy, this new guy. But surely he hasn't retired, Braden Pruce, unless... I've got to look that up. Um, Melbourne and Port Adelaide. Let's go the number two draft pick. Dra- Jack Trengove? No, the other one. Jimmy Tumpus? Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. I was going to say good? Jack Watts. Yeah, no, I think Jimmy will be rarer, surely, right? Yeah, you know, you are right. Um, Tumpus, he is 16%. 16. Yeah, oh, it's not shame, that good. No. Um, Port and Fremantle. Mm. 
Oh, I hate this shit. I don't know. No, this is no. This is the fun of it, Braden. There's definitely no current players, I reckon. Fort and Fremantle. Willie Rioli's West Coast, damn it. Um, oh, I've no Adelaide Frio players. I can't think of a single one. No, that's the pain of it. So let's jump ahead and go to Port, tall than 195. I, immediately, I thought I've of Trent one. McKenzie, but I'm not sure if he's tall enough. I've got a good one for you. All right. Dean Brogan. Dean Brogan. Can you Google Trent McKenzie and check his height? Um, yep. Dean Brogan is 7.83%. That's pretty good. And paid for GWS as well, Brayton. Uh, Trent McKenzie, 191. Oh, luckily we didn't go there. Uh, Bulldogs and Melbourne. All right, give me a super. I can go deep cut on this. Yeah, let's go. We can go like Daniel Cross. Yeah, is that a good one? Well, he... Is that the rarest? He helped helped us through, you know, the very dark days. Yeah. Um, I can't... uh, Luke Beveridge. Bevo. As in the coach for the Bulldogs. Wait, did he play for the Bulldogs? Or did he just coach the Bulldogs? We could go Daniel Cross. Like, I... Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I reckon we go Luke Beveridge. Luke Beveridge. All right, let's do it. Luke Bev. Oh, no, it's autocorrecting to like. No, we like Luke, not like. 2.73%. No photo. How good. I can't believe that's not a unique, actually. Fremantle and Bulldogs. So, obviously, Lob. Lob. Um, Let's just go Lob. Let's just do it. The segment's taken too long. Yeah, no, I, I, th- I you know, I, um, this middle one up. Thirty-seven percent. So you really stuffed us up, bro. Well, uh, sometimes it's good to get a win. Like the middle one, Port Frio. I've just got no idea. Yeah, well, we'll cheat if we need to. Um, <laughs> and then Bulldogs taller than one hundred and ninety-five. So we can go Luke Darcy. We can go Sean Darcy. We can go Tim English. We can go. Yeah. Um, who's a rare Stephen Martin? Stephen Martin. Yeah, that that would be good. That would be good. That's rare. Oh, 1.9%. You beauty. Is that a rainbow or is that just light blue? Light blue and purple. I don't yeah. Know. I don't know oh, that's rainbow. very good, Broden. Um, so, no doggy. We got doggies one. Doggies and bulldogs. Yeah. So, we just need a Port Frio player. Oh, no. Port and Frio. Port uh, Adelaide. Oh, we did, did we do lob for the middle one or? Yeah, we did, yeah. Yeah, great. That was a bit of, it was a, bit of a rash call, Broden. It's okay. We won't judge you. Um... Frio and Port. Frio. Two players, two teams. And Port. And Frio haven't been around for that long. That's the problem. I don't know these. I really struggle with... um... Let's cheat then. I I, I looked up, I googled who played for Frio and Port. Yeah. And it comes back with Daniel Pierce. All right, let's do Daniel Pierce. But maybe Google's just... Taking some words I've said. Yeah, right, and just spinning it out. Yeah, sure. Nah, it's real. I All did right. it. Daniel Pierce, it is. What do you reckon percentage we'll get? We will get 33%. <laughs> and we did it. Daniel Pierce. Ah, that was wrong anyway. I must have done the wrong Pierce. Oh, well, that's karma. <laughs> well, folks, thank you for letting us play Footy Grid at the end there. I just didn't want to leave you. Have a great week. We'll see you on Wednesday for a chat with Wayne Kelly, the master of grocery stores. Mm. Um, Bounce that pill.